Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia. This is probably not going to be a surprise to most of y'all. I love, I love Easter. My favorite holiday of the year. The seersucker comes out. Uh, my white bucks make their annual appearance. I always have weird pants, but the bucks come out especially. Um, the children are as cute as can be. Everyone dressed up and eager to be here. Smiles, handshakes, looking around in wonder. That's questions of who is sitting in my pew or maybe whose pew am I sitting in or we've got the, you got this mic on. Um, I got here five minutes before the service and I have to sit in the hallway. <laughs> I love it. If you're tuning on online, you're probably figuring out who is here. It is a joyful occasion. But listen again how the story begins. Early on the first day of the week, it was still dark. It is Easter morning, and Mary is stumbling around in the darkness. She is weeping. She's weeping because she has yet to recognize the Christ the living Christ in her midst. Our Easter story creates such a beautiful image. Mary encountering a stranger who she imagines to be the gardener. I'm guessing she's not looking directly at him. And it's hit me recently that maybe even it is her own grief her grief that keeps her from recognizing just who is in her midst. She's yet to see him face to face. And he calls out to her, Woman, why are you weeping? And Mary turns and she exhales and you can imagine that her demeanor changes. Her heart begins racing, and she looks into his eyes. She hears his voice, and she realizes that all shall be well. Christ is with her. What was impossible is before her. Christ has been raised from the dead. And she almost missed it because of her own despair. She almost missed it. We're gathered here on this Easter morning for the very same reason, clamoring for hope. Such a confusing world. Maybe we've gathered here like Peter and the other disciple. I don't know if you, you caught it. They've raced to the tomb our race got canceled yesterday, <laughs> but I'm guessing for many of you it felt like a race to get to this point. And putting aside the digging out of the bucks and our outfits and all the plans that we've made following this service, 
We just think of all the things we've learned to do in two years of pandemic, and then all the things that we gave up. They've come colliding together in this cataclysmic confrontation, creating exhaustion and burnout. The other disciple outran Peter. They're probably out of breath, too. And then we take this exhaustion and we place it in a world of pain and loss. Unfathomable war in Eastern Europe, divisions within families and communities from our attachment to politics and ideals, even to the point that it's put some of our most vulnerable and marginalized young people in our community in the crosshairs of our divisions. We are Mary, looking for the body of a friend we have lost. We are Peter and his friend, rushing to the tomb, unaware of what is to come next. This past been trying to process the tragic death of a dear friend's daughter, 12 years old and full of creativity and beauty. An impossible task to make sense of. It's been my reflective lens for Holy Week in this Easter day. The service will take place in the nave where I grew up, a place that, that comfortably seats um, 600 And I anticipate nothing less than a feeling like this morning, standing room only, pouring into the church in the wake of Easter egg hunts and festive lunches on the cusp of the very voices that have proclaimed and sang, Alleluia, Christ is risen. And we will do it once again. We will do it once again. In the most tender and broken moments in the life of a family, of a community, we won't be gathering outside. We won't be gathering in somebody's home or a funeral parlor. We gather in a church to declare Christ's victory over death. The Paschal candle will be lit once again, and we will sing. We will boldly proclaim, Alleluia, Christ is risen from the dead. But here's the thing. Easter is not just about claiming that Christ has been raised from the dead. In the creeds and in the Easter vigil, we read the Apostles' Creed. It's skipped in the Nicene Creed, but in the Apostles' Creed, Christ descends into hell and defeats death once and for all banishes it. I mean, that is the Easter truth that no matter what we experience, no matter what life brings, no matter what the challenges we are to face, no matter how many announcement emails you get about the loss of someone in this community, God's love has destroyed and raised life again. This is why we're here. It is what we proclaim. It is what we are looking for. 
And I think maybe the deeper question is, how does this actually shape our life? We're searching for God. We're searching for hope. We're searching for the promise of God's eternal love and life and the promise of resurrection. We search for it in stories in our communities, families, and in the news. Of all we experience, passing by the ordinary strength, the friend. Friends, the resurrection is the reality of our lives. So what we promised last night sitting right there were three people that were baptized, two infants and an adult, and we promised that the resurrection was their life. We gather here looking for hope, but it's not this building, it's not this beautiful space. It's the stranger, the child, the colleague, the student, the caregiver, the gardener. It is you. You, the image of Christ manifest to the world. Hope comes when people are calling out in our response, why are you weeping? God is here. And then we turn and we see the face of Christ in the eyes of the other. We hear the voice of God. When the burdens of the world seem too much, Christ is sitting right next to us. I mean, look around. Is this not incredible? This is hope. It is the resurrection that releases our grief or becomes a vessel for it so that we can see Christ in this world, so that we can hear the voice of God reaching out to us to say that love has saved the world. And we are the very witnesses to that love, the promise that God is making all things new. Alleluia, Christ is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. Alleluia.